You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. We're pretty late in the season. Like, I think we know which teams have, you know, the trajectory to make the playoffs and which teams mm-hmm. are trending in the wrong direction. And I think we saw that last night, Jenks, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They were a team that yep. came into this game with, what, seven wins? But yet, I think we all saw the writing on the wall. This was not a team that was trending in the right direction. The offense has been an absolute disaster. They fired their offensive coordinator. And I don't think there's a single quarterback on that roster that I really trust 100%. Like Kenny Pickett obviously is a step up from Mitch Trubitsky, but still it's not a team that I think is going to run into the playoffs. Like if they get there, they're going to fall like butt backwards to say it, you know, the PC way. So are there any other teams like that? Because I think that's where you look at teams record. And I know the old saying is you are what your record says you are. But sometimes right. in the NFL, it's just not the case. Are there any other teams you see on this list that kind of fit into that mold? Or do you think Pittsburgh is the clear and number one example of this? I think it's Pittsburgh, which is the clear number one, because mm-hmm. they're just everything for Pittsburgh to win. Pittsburgh doesn't blow out anybody. They're just not built right. to do it. And they don't have any sort of explosiveness at all, which is why last night was so disappointing because you're in a situation where I don't think anyone expected the Steelers to blow out the Patriots. Maybe you expected the Steelers to cover, but all season long, the Steelers have proven no matter who's quarterback, no matter who's calling the plays, either pre or post Matt Canada, it doesn't, they're just not built to be an explosive offense. They beat you by being smart, holding on to the football and then beating you with defense because that's their strength. And Mike Tomlin, they have a head coach who is a smart head coach who makes good decisions. So when you're losing to a two-win team that has lost five straight and you're playing at home and you don't have a lot of margin for error anyway, then that just goes to show that, yes, you're a pretty good football team, but you're not nearly as good as what your record may have indicated. Right, and I think we all kind of saw that coming. Like, nobody saw mm-hmm. the Steelers and thought, oh, this is a team that has a chance to compete right. for the AFC championship. But when you're betting on playoff futures, all you have to do is make it to the playoffs. So here's some of the odds when it comes to the AFC and those teams that are trying to sneak in. Right now, the Texans, big chalk to make the postseason, minus 350, plus 275 to miss out which, you know, I think it could happen. A lot of it depends on what the Colts do down the stretch. And, Jenks, I think you brought this up the other day. The Colts to make the playoffs, uh, now it's minus 190. 
because this is a mm-hmm. team that has a real shot. They play in a bad division, and there's just not that many other good teams in the AFC, it just feels like to me. Uh, so the Browns minus 160 in the AFC North, probably the toughest division in all of football. Uh, and prior to Thursday night football, Pittsburgh was actually minus money to make the postseason at minus 145. And it should be noted, they still have seven wins and they should be still in the driver's seat to make the postseason. But if you want to, you know, kind of buy into what we're saying, they're plus 120 to miss the postseason. And I think maybe that's where the value lies because you can look at their schedule. And of course, that is part of the main handicap of trying to figure out who makes the postseason. But when you look at the schedule and you say, okay, all of these games are winnable for Pittsburgh, but this is a team that I don't think you can trust. Even if a game is quote unquote winnable, the Steelers are fully capable of losing all of those games. So we saw that last night. I'm not sure if Pittsburgh is a team you trust. So at least you don't bet them to make the playoffs. Uh, And maybe if you're still getting plus money, I'm sure those odds have changed overnight. Uh, That's our read on the Steelers. What about those and the Bills? Like, obviously, it is looking very dire for both of these teams. Uh, The Broncos minus 450 to miss the playoffs. Mm -hmm. The Bills minus 500 to miss the playoffs. Is there any scenario in which either of these teams get into the postseason? Because I think for the Bills, this is a team that can compete with just about anybody in the league. Yes. So, yes, their schedule is very difficult, but would we be surprised if the Bills contend with some of these great teams? No, I, I wouldn't. I would put a, I would be willing to put a sprinkle on the Bills at plus 375 just based on value alone. I don't know what's going on with the Bills. Part of it is injury. Part of it is Josh Allen not playing up to a certain standard. Whatever is going on, there's still no question that the Bills, of all the teams on this list, have the most talent, record aside. Mm-hmm. The Bills, going into the season, were one of the favorites for the Super Bowl. So when you look at these teams, Texans, Colts, Browns, Steelers, Broncos, Bills, the Bills have the best roster. So they're going to need some help, and they need to win. And I understand we like Kansas City this weekend, but the line is only Kansas City minus two and a half. So this should be a competitive game. If the Bills somehow pull off an upset this weekend and go on a run and things fall their way, there's absolutely a possibility that they can make the playoffs. Now, again, it's not going to be easy, but at plus 375 for a team this good are now plus 340 I'm seeing at BetMGM. I think if you're looking for a long shot, this is a good one. Right, especially, I feel like there probably is a way to kind of hedge because, like you said, we're on the Chiefs' money line. So Mm -hmm. would you possibly take the Chiefs on an alternate line, something for plus money, you know, say, you know, minus three or something, and then you take the Bills to make the playoffs? Because I think if they beat the Chiefs, that is a very good step in the right right direction. Because up next they have the Cowboys at home, which the Cowboys, I feel like that's kind of a tough spot for them. Coming off Mm -hmm. a week with a massive game the week before against the Eagles, maybe a sleepy spot for the Cowboys. Then they've got the Chargers, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. So I don't know. I think it is price dependent, obviously. But if you're getting that much plus money on a good team, maybe it's worth a sprinkle. Let's turn our gaze towards the NFC and see if there's any value to be had. 
when it comes to the postseason. Right now, uh, looking at some odds that are pretty close to even the Vikings to make the playoffs, plus 105 to miss, minus 130. And then you're looking at the Packers. A lot of people are buying into what they've been seeing lately. And I do think this mm-hmm. is a team that's trending in the right direction, but you're not getting any value on Green Bay anymore. They're minus 210 to make the postseason. Do you think there is any way that we see regression for a young quarterback in Jordan Love and a Packers team that looks like they're trending in the right direction, but still, you know, they've been a little up and down so far this season. You think there's a way where the Packers miss the playoffs? I mean, it's always possible. It is the National Football League. Honestly, I'm more interested in fading the Vikings because the Vikings to miss the playoffs are minus 130. So I understand that's a little juice there, but I I can't fade Green Bay just because I, I don't know who Jordan Love is yet, but like you were saying, he's trending in the, they're trending in the right direction. And we were discussing this idea when we were talking about Bailey Zappi, which, and that, that, that idea is you have to give young quarterbacks some sort of leash and some quarterbacks get a longer leash than others, but Clearly, Jordan Love has been waiting, 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 waiting for his turn in Green Bay behind Aaron Rodgers, and now here he is. And midseason, the GM of the Packers came out and said, we don't know if this is our guy. And all of a sudden, I'm not saying that had anything to do with it, but it's time. Jordan Love has had time, and now he's starting to become the quarterback, and maybe he is the quarterback the Packers have been waiting on. So I don't want to get in front of him and in front of the Packers right now because Jordan Love, I don't think, has reached his ceiling. That potential is still there. Whereas if you're looking at the Vikings conversely, I kind of feel like they've they've kind of topped off. They're kind of maxed out. Joshua Dobbs is a great story, but he's still not a great quarterback. And I feel like the Vikings are in a really nice fadable spot here at minus 130 to miss the playoffs. So I like that bet better than the Packers. I think there are a lot of teams that are kind of in the mix in the NFC. And you look at the teams, if the season ended today, it would be the Eagles, Niners, Lions, Falcons in in the regard that they are winning the NFC South, the Cowboys, Vikings, and Packers. So that Falcons-Bucks game is a big game when it comes Mm -hmm. to the NFC South, of course, head-to-head. So if you like the Bucs in that game, right now the Bucs sitting on the bubble, they're five and seven, second in the NFC South. I know the NFC South is a terrible division, but somebody's got to win it, and somebody has to reach the postseason. So the Bucks to make the postseason right now are plus 225. Is Boy. that a bet you would consider, Jinx? Negatory, Ghost Rider. No way. The Bucks. No, thank I don't want anything to do with that division at all. It's such trash. Like, you don't know what you're going to get from week in to week out. And ultimately, I think that if you're going to bet on a team, and I know this is a really basic way to look at it, you got to look at the quarterback play. And I don't want my hopes to ride with Baker Mayfield. And then then again, you can say, well, who is a good quarterback in that division? Mm, I don't know. So, no, I don't, I don't. I just don't think I want to mess with it right now. I don't want to mess with that division. I just feel like there are better plays on the board and with teams I don't trust you're talking about teams that are around 500 or have losing records I I don't want to put money on teams like that (laughs) well somebody's (laughs) got to win the division 
like you're right look at those other teams the saints who i'm not is Jameis winston starting this week i love Jameis winston good god did you see that video of him at a pelicans game where he looked like he was running for mayor mayor and he was saying hi to just about everybody and smiling waving (laughs) taking pictures with people i love Jameis winston he is such a thrill ride uh, but do I want to put my money on him? Not really. But the Saints to make the playoffs plus 205, which is wildly disappointing. I feel like the Saints to win that division were one of the most bet on futures bets of the entire preseason. Because look at the Saints schedule. I think they had the easiest schedule of any team in the NFL. But that just goes to show and prove your point that even if you have a, a good and easy schedule, these teams yeah. in the NFC South, none of them can be trusted. I'd rather watch the AAC or the Mountain West or Conference USA than watch the NFC South. It's such a bad division and has been forever. So, God, the Saints to reach the playoffs minus 265. Shh. No way. Any of these teams be... When you have teams, and even if they're in the right position, when you have teams that are this inconsistent, that have such bad quarterback play, where, yes, you're right, you make a good point. You may not like the team. Someone does have to win the division. I get that. But I I, I would say find a way to put your money elsewhere because you don't want to lay a big number, even if it looks great on paper with inconsistent teams because the bottom could drop out at any time especially if you know David Carr's out Jameis Winston is in or Baker Mayfield's out and then who you get Kyle Trask other teams can withstand the loss or a big injury at that position some teams just cannot these are a few of the teams that cannot so that's why I'm just staying away well I think when you have a division like that you just take the longest odds right if you think all the teams yeah. are bad, yeah. and I think we're throwing the Panthers out, like that's where you have some room for a variance, and you say, hey, I'm going to put my money on the biggest underdog. So I think when you see Tampa Bay plus 225 to make the postseason, maybe I'll go there. Like if I had to choose a bet out of the NFC, which conference do you think is stronger? Like top to bottom. I was thinking about this because I kind of okay. said like, God, the NFC is so bad at the bottom. But, like, there's some bad teams in the AFC, too. But I think as far as depth goes, I still think I'd pick the AFC. Oh, as far as, like, top to bottom? Yeah, you got to go with the Mm -hmm. AFC. The NFC is super, super top heavy. Just Just look at the South alone. Falcons, Bucks, Saints, Panthers, Cardinals, Bears, Commanders, Giants. There's just so many bad teams in the NFC, and I mean bad teams. Whereas, even if you look at the AFC, yeah, there's some bad teams, but the Chargers are five and seven, the Raiders are five and seven, so they're not great teams, but they're winning enough games where you know you're going to get some sort of competitiveness week to week. What do we see last week? And you know, the perfect example of that is I know this is strength versus weakness. It's Miami going into Washington and just filleting the commanders. There's just a huge discrepancy. I know it's one of the best teams against one of the worst teams, but it's not even competitive. And that's because the NFC at the bottom is just garbage, to be honest. 
Well, I'm expecting more of the same against my Titans, unfortunately. Another bad secondary that's going against the Dolphins. I am expecting a lot of yards from Tyreek Hill and the Dolphins. And I don't think that's a hot take at all. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.